Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. The Hernan Lozada era in Washington, D.C. lasted a mere 15 months. D.C. United fired the Argentine head coach this week after just one full season in charge and just a handful of games into 2022. Pablo Maurer, Sam Stasekel, and Paul Tenorio wrote a piece for The Athletic this week detailing why Lozada was let go, and Pablo joins me on the show today. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Friday, April 22nd. First, of course, a quick TV guide for this weekend. We're not going to be doing the usual full guide, but I can give you a small handful of games to keep an eye on each day. First of all, today, really the big one to keep an eye on is in the UEFA Women's Champions League at 12.45 p.m. Barcelona hosting Wolfsburg. That is for free on DAZN via YouTube. You owe it to yourself to watch this game. All of the Barcelona home games have been amazing to see because the fan atmosphere has just been fantastic. There is also Asian Champions League happening today from 7 a.m. The last kickoff is at 4.15. A bunch of different teams in action there. Saturday is, of course, a very, very big day, and it gets started bright and early at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Arsenal versus Manchester United. That is on USA Network, and this is a big, big game in the race for fourth place, the Champions League spot that comes with that. Uh, Both those teams, Arsenal and Man United, are right next to each other in fifth and sixth, so there's a lot on the line there. At 10 a.m., Manchester City hosting Watford, also on USA Network. That one figures to be potentially a little bit less competitive, uh, considering how well Man City is doing and how not well Watford has been doing. But anything can happen, and if Manchester City somehow managed to drop points in this game, then Liverpool will be right back in the thick of the title race. I mean, they're already in the thick of it, but they could potentially take the lead in the title race uh, should Manchester City somehow drop points to Watford. Worth watching there just to see if there's a potential upset in the cards. At 12.30 p.m., Brentford hosting Tottenham Hotspur. This is also a relevant game for fourth because Tottenham is in the mix there. They currently lead the race for fourth. But also a little bit of a storyline happening there. Uh, Christian Eriksen will meet Tottenham again. Of course, used to play for Tottenham Hotspur a, a few years ago. Now playing for Brentford after his health scare over the summer. But playing very, very well will be interesting to see what sort of impact he has. Again, that is at 12.30 p.m. on NBC. At 12.30 p.m. 
on ABC, Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund, the big matchup in German football, Der Klassiker, again, 12.30 p.m. on ABC. And then at 1 p.m., North Carolina Courage versus the Washington Spirit. Uh, we're getting into the final games of the group stage in the NWSL Challenge Cup. This is the last game in this particular group stage. And there's a lot riding on it because these are the top two teams in the group. If the Spirit win, they head to the knockout stage. If the Courage win or tie, they go to the knockout stage. That is on CBS. And if you've been paying attention there, those are three games, three soccer games, that are all on legacy U.S. broadcast networks. That means from 1 to 2.30 p.m. Eastern, there will be three competing games on over-the-air network TV in the United States. If you've been watching in soccer, soccer in the U.S. for as long as I have, you realize how weird and kind of awesome that is. In addition to all those games that I mentioned, there's also MLS. A lot of games happening. I'm not going to list them all. They start at 3 p.m. and the last kickoff is at 10.30 p.m. The last game of the night, probably the best. It's tough to choose at this point in the season because it's so early. LA Galaxy hosts Nashville SC. Then that'll be on ESPN+. I would also maybe keep an eye at 3 p.m. on Philadelphia Union versus CF Montreal. Both those teams enjoying pretty good starts to the season. Union leading the East. That'll be on ESPN+. Moving on quickly to Sunday, there's also a title race in the Women's Super League in England. Chelsea and Arsenal are within a point of each other, so every result matters a ton for those two at 9.30 a.m. Tottenham hosts Chelsea. That'll be on NBC Sports. And at 1.45 p.m., Everton hosts Arsenal. That'll also be on NBCSports.com. It's also the other UEFA Women's Champions League semifinal at 11 a.m., Olympique Lyon versus PSG. Nice little French, um, French-on-French matchup there. That is, again, just like the last semifinal on DAZN and YouTube for free. Again, another big day in the Premier League at 9 a.m. Chelsea hosting West Ham United. Another big game in that race for fourth. West Ham is pretty much out of the picture and Chelsea is pretty safe, but you never know what can happen. And then at 11.30 a.m. at the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool versus Everton. That'll be on USA Network along with Chelsea versus West Ham United. 1 p.m. Inter-Miami versus Atlanta United on ESPN. Interesting MLS matchup there. 2.45 p.m. Lazio versus Milan. We'll see if AC Milan has a little bit of a hangover from losing in the Coppa Italia to their crosstown rivals Inter. That is still a title race in, in Serie A, so anything can happen there. And last but not least at 5 p.m. Kansas City Current versus the Chicago Red Stars. Very much like the other NWSL matchup I mentioned, these two teams are atop their Challenge Cup group. They play each other in the last group stage game. If Kansas City wins or draws, they go to the knockout stage. And if the Red Stars win, they go to the knockout stage. Both of these teams and both of the other ones are still in the running to make it via the second place path. (sighs) Okay, boy, that was a lot of games. Now on to my conversation with Pablo Maurer. Hernan Lozada is out at DC United, and I have Pablo Maurer here with me to talk through some things surrounding this particular coach firing, because Pablo, I think that this is a dismissal that came much earlier than a lot of people were expecting. He was just hired before the start of 2021. Traditionally, coaches get a little bit more time. Uh, Why do you think things went wrong for Lozada in DC? Well, um, I think it's pretty clear at this point that um, this was more a personality-based decision than a results-based decision, although clearly losing four games in a row and not making the playoffs last year didn't help. But um, 
you know, I think Hernan came into a situation at DC United where um, some things needed to change and maybe the way he went about trying to sort of install his um, philosophy and his way of thinking about football and how the front office should be um, handled, how fitness should be handled, dietary stuff. I think a lot of that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. It turns out that you, you do have to be at least uh, somewhat agreeable as a human being <laughs> to thrive in the, in the coaching business. Oh, you're kidding. That's, yeah, I know. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> breaking news here on Soccer Every Day. Uh, so I'm curious, can you take us back a little bit to sort of where DC United was at at the start of 2021 and the sorts of, give us an idea of the sorts of things Lozada was looking to change. Like this, what specific things did he identify that he was just like, this is wrong. Like we got to do this differently right now. Yeah. Well, I think DC United, maybe more than any of the teams, the, the league's original teams has a reputation for being a little MLS 1.0. And I think their previous coach, Ben Olson, um, though he was like adored by a certain segment of United's fan base because he was sort of a connection to the club's glory years. He was also viewed by a different segment as kind of held up as a symbol of the club's lack of ambition. Um, You know, there were probably two or three seasons where Ben shouldn't have survived and did. Um, So I think, uh, you know, DC's fans viewed the installation of this young, uh, you know, Latino manager with these sort of like forward thinking attack minded goals. It was like red meat to the fan base, you know? So, and um, you know, certainly I think on his arrival um, or non wasted very little time in trying to change certain things, trying to push the club to spend more, trying to, you know, modernize their, um, their training practices, trying to, you know, he, he butted uh, heads with a lot of people, which, I think there's a certain extent of that, you know, needed to happen. Um, But it appears at this point that he may have pushed that too far. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Um, and what I'm, I'm curious who specifically or maybe like over what things specifically was out of like face some sort of opposition and why he may have why, why he may have faced that opposition. And meantime, like were his tactics working? Like were his, were his on-field tactics like actually effective in doing the things that he wanted to do in your view? I mean, I don't know that they were working as far as winning games goes. I know that's a weird <laughs> thing to say, yeah. um, but I think it's undeniable that DC have been <clears throat> significantly more entertaining to watch. I mean, I think when he joined the team, he parroted the you know the line you hear from time to time of "I'd rather win five to four than one nil." Um, and DC had a lot of games like that. On the other hand, um, 
they were hamstrung by uh, no pun intended by, you know, tons and tons of injuries. They, they lost more minutes to injury um, last year than any MLS team in the past 15 years. Um, And a lot of people shot that up to, to Lasada's, you know, the guy's obsessed with fitness, obsessed with diet, um, was having uh, regular weigh-ins for players and finding them if they miss them, you know? Uh, and I think the, uh, you know, the idea as was as explained to me, you know, on his arrival was, well, we build these stronger players who get hurt, then in turn get hurt less, rehabilitate quicker, et cetera, et cetera. And um, in the short term, at least, it looks like the only thing he did was contribute to DC's already massive injury problem, which they've had for years. Um, so I think, you know, his training Tacta his training techniques were a huge point of concern for DC's training staff, for DC's front office, for DC's players. I mean, um, Paul Ariola's move to Dallas was not something that came out of nowhere. That player was, you know, um, we just say had his own personal issues with Lasada and with his rehabilitation techniques, stuff like that. Um, other players, um, you know, have had their own issues. I mean, and there are players like Annie Nahar, though, or even Julian Gressel to a certain extent that have thrived under Lasada. You know, that credit him for different things. So it, it really was a mixed bag. I think at the end of the day, when you're calling ownership out publicly in the media for not spending, um, you have a limited lifespan in this business. And it's something that every owner would want to do. And I, I often tell people, uh, or non would would say things to me, you know, like, I, I hope they listen to my input on player personnel. I hope they spend more and I would print it. And people on Twitter, DC fans in particular would be like, I don't want to call it pearl clutching because in, in a way they were probably thrilled to see it, but there was a lot of like, Oh my gosh, he's like, you know, and, and in Latin America, this is entirely common, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a common thread you see with lots of these, South American managers who've come to MLS is that they sort of go after the club in that way publicly. Well, this is something I, I was wanting to finish up on. I'm struck that Losada's firing came within a couple days of Matias Almeida's firing in San Jose. And, you know, they're different people, they're different managers. They probably have lots of different ideas about soccer, but the parallels are also pretty obvious. They're both young, fairly young. They're both Argentine. They both advertise that they want to play a very, let's say unique style, very up-tempo, very like fitness uh, heavy <laughs> style style of soccer. They, they pledge to, to do things a certain way and both managers just like faced all sorts of ro- roadblocks to that during their respective tenures in DC and San Jose. Do you think that there's any sort of like broader trend here or what sort of, you know, what, what do you think about this? Is, is, this some, is this an indication that maybe that style of football or that style of manager just can't work in MLS. And why do you think that might be? I think it's funny because Americans generally, like, you know, if you look at the history of our game, the one thing, uh, you know, people might say about us is, yeah, maybe tactically deficient, this and the other thing, but like famously like fit, outwork the other team, right? And yeah. I find it incredibly ironic that the, the undoing of several of these managers was this borderline fanatical obsession with fitness, right? Which kind of, to me, starts with Bielsa. They sort of all seem to emulate him. Um, But I think, you know, if you drill deeper, it has less to do with um, that obsession with fitness and more to do with just an interpersonal approach. Um, Relationships with the front office. I mean, 
it's tricky and it's complicated. And like, you know, people can say whatever they want about a coach like Ben Olsen, but nobody would ever say he was a bad man manager. Nobody would ever say that he didn't know how to build relationships. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think maybe until some of these managers that are coming into this league um, have a little bit more of a mastery of that side of, of coaching, this kind of stuff's going to keep happening, man. I mean, it takes a long time. Yeah. It takes a long time to change the, the, you know, footballing, soccer, whatever you want to say, culture of any country. And, and no one person, especially not someone like Jordan Losada, who was 38 and it was his second coaching job, um, you know, like you don't have the cachet and respect just to be listened to instinctively like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to continue to be a tough adjustment, I think. Well, it'll be interesting to see where DC United goes from here. I believe they're keeping Chad Ashton as interim for the rest of the season. Is that true, Pablo? Yeah, he's part of the furniture around here. So, <laughs> well, um, he'll be that he'll be that way for a little. Yeah, while. I mean, I think it's I, I think I actually like to do a beat on that real quick. It's a good yeah. move for the team. I mean, like he's he, um, the players on that team respect him. He has a deep understanding of MLS. He's been with DC United since two thousand seven. Um, he is like to know to know DC United fan. Will this be like? Uh, would this be like a sexy? Uh, coaching higher, right? But I have no doubt that if he does well enough this year, gets some close to the playoffs, maybe, you know, qualifies them in the last spot or something, that he'll be given like a one-year contract or something like that. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with that roster with some intriguing players on it, I have to say. Um, Pablo, thanks so much for coming on the show today. No problem. Pablo wrote a piece with Sam Stasekel and Paul Tenorio about the factors that led to Hernan Lozada's dismissal. It is linked in this show's description wherever you happen to be listening. And hey, speaking of wherever you're listening, Soccer Every Day is now on YouTube alongside all of our other great podcasts. I'm sure we'll be posting more fun video stuff as the year goes on. The link for that, which is the Athletic Soccer channel, is also in the show's description. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.